0: What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Good Iron Fancy Football Podcast for Thursday, October 29th, 2020. And I'm Chip and I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. And if you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Good Iron Fancy Football. So please hit subscribe. Please support the show so you don't miss any more episodes. And... On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Thursday night football game, the Falcons versus the Panthers, and all the start sits for that game. But before I do that, let's go through some of the injury news. And to start off right off the bat, we're going to talk about Tampa Bay. You know, Chris Godwin, he's going to be out another game. He's going to be out week eight on the Monday night football game against the Giants because he fractured his index finger um, on the touchdown pass that he had on Sunday. He already had surgery on the finger, so it looks like He's gonna be out week eight. He may be able to play week nine, but if you're a Chris Godwin owner, expected him for be out for week eight and week nine and come back in week ten. But just another hit to your number one wide receiver that you probably drafted Chris Godwin to be your number one wide receiver. And it's unfortunate because he had such a great year last year, and he's following up that season with an injury plague type of season this year. And it's unfortunate he's a he's a very gifted wide receiver. And it's unfortunate that he's been derailed with so many injuries this year, but hopefully you're able to stash him on your IR spot, or at least if you have a deep bench, keep him on your roster. And hopefully when you're at that point to be able to make a push off, a playoff push, you know, you're going to have him for the rest of the season, you know, knock on wood, hopefully he'll be there, but uh, just unfortunate news with, with the receivers with Tampa Bay. But on the flip side, Bruce Arians came out and said today that Antonio Brown is ready to go to, uh, to play week nine versus the Saints. So if you're savvy enough to get Antonio Brown on your roster before yesterday's waiver wires, then you lucked out because, like I mentioned in the podcast the other day, is that Antonio Brown was already 75% owned in a lot of leagues. So like, that's a huge percentage because when that news broke on Friday, most of you were smart enough to go ahead and pick him up before before the game started on Sunday so great move by you more than likely depending on what the Chris Godwin status is he's gonna be a plug and play guy in week nine I know he hasn't played in a year but the the rapport he has with Antonio Brown you're going to play him first game with the Bucks so that's what I would do um he's no less than a flex play that week but on the flip side of that I mean that's a risk you have to take that risk but Antonio Brown, I'm gonna trust Antonio Brown's talent and the rapport he has with Tom Brady, and I'm gonna play him. So uh, that's just me, my opinion on Antonio Brown. Um, and then good news out of Carolina, uh, the Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey um, is designated to return from you know injury reserve, so it's not likely he's gonna play tonight. I mean, we still don't know the status of his uh, his game status for Thursday night football, but he'll be back in Week Nine, which is good news. It sucks for the people that. So you say you have Mike Davis and he helped you win a lot of games when Christian McCaffrey is out, but you're not a Christian McCaffrey owner and now you have a whole lot running back. Hopefully you're able to pick up some of the running backs that I had mentioned in the waiver wire show to help you go f- going forward. So continue to look at the waiver wires, continue to look at what players were dropped because generally every week there's going to be guys that are dropped for these hot waiver wire claims. So always look to see who was dropped to see if there's better players because you may find somebody that you know was impossible, like an impossible drop, and someone just ends up dropping them and you get them. So uh, pay attention to that. And then 49ers designated running back, De- uh, Tevin Coleman, to return from injury reserve. So this was something that we had prob- a, a, a prediction about because we knew that obviously they lost Jeff Wilson this week. They obviously lost Raheem Mostert um, as well. So Jerick McKinnon. Was not like he didn't play a lot of snaps on Sunday. He played 12 snaps, but it was intentional. However, they let Jeff Wilson be the starter, and he tore up the Patriots' defense. So, you look at one of the waiver wire claims was Jermichael Hasty, right? So that was a guy that everyone's pretty much thinking that he's going to be the starter because when Jerick McKinnon was supposed to be the starter, Jermichael Hasty was. So the idea is if this is kind of a boomer bust hit, so you can try to play Jermichael Hasty. But what if Tevin Coleman is is you know activated on Sunday, and he's the one who leads the the backfield? So it's going to be interesting to see because I know a lot of people picked up Jamichael Hasty, but if Tevin Coleman's there, I would pick him up as well. Just because you just never know who the star is going to be. So go for you know go for one of the running backs, shoot your shot, and hopefully hopefully you get a good you know running back that you can start um, based on you know wh- who Kyle Shanahan likes that particular week. But just a hard backfield to to, to figure out. And then going on to the Eagles, Jalen Rager, he practiced on Wednesday. Good news because then he's more than likely going to play in week eight, which is a huge boost to Carson Wentz. Now he has another throw, you know, a player to throw to with Jalen Rager and then Travis Fulgham. So that's huge news. If you're able to get uh, Jalen Rager on your roster, I would do that because they play against Dallas this week. Dallas is obviously just dismantling in front of our eyes. And I think that... With the pass defense they have, how poor their pass defense is, I think Jalen Rager could have a big game. So try to pick him up before he has a big game and put him on your roster just so you get ahead of the waivers for next week. And then staying with the Eagles, Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard is now returning from injury reserve. He practiced on Wednesday as well. Another guy that you need to pick up and add to your roster uh, just because he is a very talented tight end. Zach Ertz is out. and When, you know, when the playoffs come around for fantasy football, they have a very favorable matchups for the tight end. So I think that Dallas Goddard could be one of those guys that could really help you win a championship. And then going on to the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook did practice on Wednesday, but it was at a limited basis, but he's on track to play on Sunday. So that's huge news for Dalvin Cook owners. I'm a Dalvin Cook owner, and I'm excited to get him back because I have James Robinson on a bye, and Miles Sanders is it's his stats is still unknown for Sunday. So Dalvin Cook is a, a more than welcome addition to my fantasy roster this week. However, I do roster Alexander Madison, so it's it's either or this week, but I'd rather have Cook in my lineup. And then last, Des Bryant has made a you know return to the NFL. He had signed to the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. I think it's a very good addition to the Ravens. Uh, my guess is he will be, you know, active on Sundays because it gives Lamar Jackson another target. Those receivers in Baltimore are just not doing the job. I mean, Marquise Brown is a very talented player. You know, obviously Mark Andrews is a very, very good tight end, but I think they need more help for Lamar Jackson. So I think that we'll see uh Des Bryant pretty soon. So that's all the, the news for today. But like on every Thursday show, I like going over all the, the all the fancy ads and the fancy drops for the week. And the number one guy added in leagues this week was Giovanni Bernard, which I'm pretty surprised about because, you know, Joe Mixon did not play last week. So Giovanni Bernard was the guy that you were going to start because he definitely had top 20 potential last week. So Giov- Gio- Giovanni Bernard to be added as the number one ad was pretty surprising. And then Jamal Williams was the second guy that was added the most which was surprising as well because generally, I mean, a lot of people were going after A.J. Dillon last week, but Jamal Williams is a guy that obviously was the workhorse. A.J. Dillon played barely any snaps. So um, I think that this week, it's still like today, or on Wednesday, he didn't practice Aaron Jones. So we have to figure out, are they just try giving him like a, a veteran's day off or is he st- really really in doubt to play on Sunday? So uh, Jamal Williams, if obviously if Aaron Jones is out, you're playing Jamal Williams. And then Antonio Brown was the third name that was added. I was I surprised that he was he was um, added like he's the third on this list of the most added player, which is interesting to me because he was owned in so many leagues in a high percentage that there were still a lot of teams out there that were able to get him. I know for me, I got him in one of my leagues. Um, I play in a in a eleven player keeper league, you know slash dynasty league, and uh, I picked him up on Friday. So uh, Antonio Brown was the third most added player, and then you got Christian Kirk. He was added. Jimmy Graham was added, Darren Fells was added, and then Jermichael Hasty was, was added as well. So names that were talked about, some of the names I'm surprised with, like Jimmy Graham and Darren Fells, but obviously if you're on bye weeks and you're trying to find a boom bust type of tight end for upside, I mean, those guys are definitely that. And then for the most fancy drops for this week, Austin Hooper was a fancy drop. You know, he had his surgery. He's not likely he's going to play in week eight, but he's still a guy that I think that if you drop him, you'll be able to pick him back up just because that's what I did in one of my leagues. I dropped him for Jared Cook for this past week seven. But Austin Hooper's a guy that I think, I don't think Harrison Bryant or David Njoko are going to be taking over Austin Hooper's starting role. I think that they're just benefiting from him not being there. So when Austin Hooper is active again, he's going to be the starter. Um, Obviously, Odell Beckham was dropped. There's no point to have him on your roster unless you're in Dynasty. Uh, Tyler Higbee, he was dropped in a lot of leagues. This one is interesting. Devontae Freeman was added or dropped. Um, he's a guy that had an injury last week, but then, for some reason, a lot of a lot of owners—not a big percentage of owners—dropped him. But he was dropped. Uh, same for John Brown. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson was dropped because of him being on IR. And this name is really interesting because if you're in a league that someone dropped Alex, Alexander Madison's on this list, if Alexander Madison is available in your league, go grab him, please, because he. Is going to be a league winner if Dalvin Cook goes out. So Dalvin Cook has a history of injuries. If you drafted Dalvin Cook, you got insurance with Alexander Madison. But if someone was just not smart enough to keep Alexander Madison for the upside, because this is part of the season where you want to have those handcuffs. You wanted to, if you have Dalvin Cook or you have Alvin Kamara on your roster, you need to have insurance for you know for those running backs just in case they do get injured. So if, that, if Alexander's in the, one of those small percentage of leagues that he's available, go grab him. Uh, Robert Tanyan, he's been dropped. You know, he has not had a very good fancy outings the last time, you know, since he had his three touchdown games. So that was an interesting drop. And then Michael Gallup was dropped. And then Andy Dalton, which if you're a one quarterback league, you're going to drop him anyway, just because, you know, there's no, there's no upside there right now. We don't know what his status is when it comes to the concussion protocol. He didn't practice on Wednesday. So the further further on in the week we get with him not practicing the uh, the less likelihood uh, of him playing on Sunday. So I think that um that was a, a you know an obvious uh, drop for the week. But now let's go over to the Thursday night matchup. um you know the Atlanta Falcons are visiting the Carolina Panthers. uh the Carolina Panthers are favored in this game by two and a half points. uh it's over under of forty nine and you know this is the game that the Panthers won. They won the first meeting twenty three to sixteen. Uh, this is a game like when they play the first time was a benefit to the Carolina Panthers because of how bad the Atlanta Falcons defense is. So when it comes to who you're starting in this game, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you're going to start them. Uh, they scored, uh, Teddy Bridgewater scored 25 fancy points in the last meeting in week five. So I think it would be the same. I don't think, and this is a home game for the Panthers. So I think that Teddy Bridgewater can definitely have a, another good fancy game. He's that borderline you know, QB1 streamer this week just because of the matchup. So Tate Bridgewater is definitely a guy. If you're in one quarterback leagues, you're going to stream or start. Uh, and then if you're in a two quarterback two quarterback leagues, you're starting them anyways. And then Matt Ryan, this is a harder one to try to figure out. He is a fringe QB1 as well. But last time they played, he only had 7.67 uh, fantasy points. But if you look at it, the offense was struggling at the time. No Julio Jones. So now you have Julio Jones back. You have your full arsenal of weapons. I think the outcome for Matt Ryan's gonna be totally different um, in this matchup. So he's a, he's kind of that you start on because of, you know, he looks a lot different with Julio Jones back on the field, but there's always that risk that he puts you, you know, puts you in a bind with a low game like last time. But I'm encouraged that with Julio Jones back, that Matt Ryan's actually gonna have a decent game. I think you'll have a, a fringe top, you know, QB, you know, a QB one performance. And then at running back, you're going to play Mike Davis. Mike Davis shredded them last time for 29.9 PPR points. This is going to be the last game if Christian McCaffrey is is inactive for this game. Mike Davis, this is his, this is his you know, goodbye party. Like this is like for fancy owners. This is the guy that, you know, did well for you majority of the weeks that he played. This might be the last game that he's going to be the workhorse. So put him in there. He should have a decent game to, uh, against the Falcons. Um, and also, well, he had nine receptions and a touchdown last, you know, last meeting. So, uh, he was getting it done on the ground and in the air. So that's a good thing for PPR formats. And then Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley was another player who had a good game against, you know, against the Panthers uh, in this, in the last matchup, he had 25 PPR points. So I think Todd Gurley becomes a decent, you know, play there. You know, he's like, he's like always in that RB2 range, but he's definitely, if you're on your roster, if he's on your roster, you're playing him. You're not going to sit Todd Gurley in this matchup. And then at wide receiver, you're going to obviously start Julio Jones. You know, you're going to start Calvin Ridley, obviously. You know, both both receivers are in my top ten for this week. I think both of them have great matchups. Um, you know, obviously Calvin Ridley, he has the best advantage when it comes to the cornerback the versus wide receiver matchup. Um, if he's lined up against Troy Pride Jr. of the Carolina Panthers, so if that's the case, based on how things are lined up, if he's going against Troy uh, Troy Pride, then that means that he's going to have a very good game. Uh, the likelihood of him having a big, big fantasy week is going to be there. So uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are in my top ten. And then for Carolina, obviously you're going to play DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. You know they they had very good games. They almost had 20 p per points apiece against the Atlanta Falcons last game they played. So I think those are two you know safe matchups. And then not really any guys on this on this team that I'm going to put in the flex in the sense of like guys that like Russell Russell Gage or Brian Hill or anything like that or, or Curtis Samuel. I think those guys are just, they're just too uncertain for me to want to start. Um, so I'm going to stay away from any of those players in the flex. And I think the boom bust player for this game, honestly, is Hayden Hurst. You know, the last meeting Hayden Hurst only had 2.8 PPR points. Um... But and as as well, the Panthers are only giving up six fantasy points to the tight end position. So, that's what's hard about this game is that Hayden Hurst is is he's kind of volatile, volatile in a sense. But he had a hard matchup last week against the Detroit Lions. He had twelve point eight fantasy points. So he didn't score, but he had he did have the receptions and the yardage. So when you're talking about tight ends this year, if you don't have some of the top tight ends you got to have those those expectations of like, you know what, if I get 10 points from my tight end, I'm going to be happy with that. And I think Hayden Hurst possibly can do that. It's just a matter of everything has to fall his way in order to that to happen. But the Panthers are so good against the tight end. I, I, I don't think that he's going to be a guy that you're going to start. I have him in my main league. I have him and Hayden. I have Hayden Hurst and Jared Cook. I'm going to opt to start Jared Cook on Sunday. So um, that's just my opinion on that. So I think that, if you have Hayden Hurst, if there's better options out there, try to find a better streamer. Um, but Hayden Hurst is not somebody I'm going to start. So, and when and when it comes to anybody to sit in this in this game, you know I've mentioned all the main fantasy points of this, all the players you're going to play. There's not really a guy that I think you have to sit if you're on that fringe. I think um, you're going to play all the main players, and then the guys that are kind of on the cusp, I wouldn't, I'm not going to play anyway. So a lot of those guys are sits for me, but. That's it. You know, that's it for today's episode. That's the preview for the Thursday night football game. You know, tune in on Friday when I do my, the rest of the week, week eight matchups on my start sits for uh week eight. But so you don't miss that episode, please hit subscribe. So you don't miss that episode. And then, you know, if you like to follow us on social media, you can find us over on Facebook and Twitter at the good iron pod. We're on Instagram at good iron Fancy football. So, you know, please tune in on friday and thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode take care